I want to take as a subject this morning, do you understand what I have done for you? Let us pray. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This question of Jesus is such an interesting question, and as Sean has already suggested this morning, the context in which that question is set is also, I think, a spectacular place for us to begin today. Jesus has gathered with the disciples, and as they are together, he takes off his outer garment, wraps a towel around himself, gets down with a basin of water, and washes the disciples' feet. Now, they did not have newly paved a parking lot by which to walk in to the place that they were having dinner. So their feet, as always, in the dusty trails and streets and pathways, their feet were very dusty and dirty. And it was a custom, of course, for the servants of the household to wash the feet. So this is a common scene. What makes it so different is that Jesus, the Lord and Master of these disciples, are washing their feet. Now, there's one of those disciples named Peter. Peter's brash. He speaks before he thinks a lot of the time. And he says, you're not going to wash my feet. And Jesus said, anyone that won't let me wash the feet doesn't have a part with me. And then Peter, in that characteristic way, he says, not just my feet and my hands, Lord, but my whole body. And then we come to the text for today. He had already said to Peter when he made that brash statement, you don't understand what I'm doing now but there will come a time when you will understand. And so here he's asking, now, do you understand what I have done for you or to you? As I've read this and thought about it and meditated upon it, there are four things that jump out at me. And the first one, Sean has already addressed with the children. Jesus said, I have done this for you to give you an example. Let's put that up on the screen. Done this to give you an example. So that I, your Lord and teacher, if I've done this to you, you ought to do it to one another. This is the essence of of greatness. Uh, humility is the essence of greatness. Friends, greatness is not found in stature, 
Greatness is a function of your spirit and your attitude. And so, because Jesus here reminds us that by washing each other's feet, we move into that space and that reality of the kingdom that is truly valuable and meaning, a full, meaningful and marvelous and wonderful. Are you able then today, Jim, are you able to follow the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? But there's a second thing that comes to me, and it is that here we have a wonderful opportunity. Jesus said to them, by doing this, by doing what I have asked you to do, you will receive a blessing. So by doing what Jesus asked you to do, the blessing will come, and in that, we have the wonderful opportunity to express and experience the real meaning of the kingdom. You remember when Jesus gave the Sermon on the Mount? He said something like this, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall see God. Blessed are you when you are persecuted for righteousness sake and the word there for blessed is makarioi and it means not just to be blessed but also to experience happiness I believe that what Jesus is reminding us today is that as we follow him as we follow in Jesus way and we obey not in a kind of a dutiful way, but in a way that we're being driven by the power of the Holy Spirit. God will indeed give us a wonderful blessing. And the third thing that we find here is an extension. Now, it's like Jesus... Uh, says to the disciples, I'm going to throw this in for you without any extra charge. He says to the disciples that whoever receives you, when you go out in your mission work, and you know he's constantly reminding them of the mission, the fields are wide unto harvest, is the way he says it. He says, when they receive you, they receive me. And when they receive me, they receive the one who sent me. So that when they were out in Judea and Samaria and the ends of the world, all who received these disciples would also 
receive not just Jesus, but also our Holy Father. I want you to remember this. Let's all think about this. We've, we've been reminded this morning by Sean and by Martha that St. Mark's is known as a church that sets the table and washes the feet of this community. Reeves Rogers, all throughout the school system, in the hospitals, in the nursing homes, eastern Kentucky, the children of this community, all over the world, St. Mark's is known as a church with a servant heart. But let's just continue to remember that in doing all of this and being obedient to Jesus Christ, we are lifting up the name of the one who we acknowledge as our God and as our Lord. We have already sung it this morning. Holy, holy, holy. That's what it's all about. And then finally, there's what I refer to here as an exception, if I may put it that way. And the exception is that when Jesus is washing, let's put that up, Pat. Uh, when Jesus is washing the feet of the disciples, he reminds them, not all of you are clean. Because there's going to be one of you who will raise the hill against me. And he says that fulfills prophecy, which was uh, Psalm 49 and verse 1. I read somebody who said that uh, this was kind of like standing behind a horse and having the horse to kick you in the stomach with his hoof. That's the image that is portrayed here. And Jesus is going to experience that. Even though he's washed Judas's feet, Judas is going to be the one who will betray him into the hands of those who ultimately will take his life. And as I read this and meditated up on it, I thought about it, even as Judas said, Is it I, Lord? Yeah, you wash my feet. But will I be the one to turn my back on you? When the chips are down and you need me to be the, be the, uh, be the one to stand in the gap, will I be the one who with clean feet will reveal that my heart is not clean? And this is the exception in this whole story, is that Jesus has to remind them that what I have done for you is leave you an example, but there's going to be one among you who will not be able to live into the reality of this kingdom value. To the honor and glory of God. Amen.